Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, this is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before, and they read those scripts. Today, I have never seen Cheers. I'm Kyle. Uh, I'm the host. And I've never seen Cheers, so I thought I'd give it a rewrite. Everyone always talks about how Cheers is like the greatest pilot of all time. So I figured I would give it a go. I have not seen the show. I thought maybe I could recreate the greatness of the pilot just, you know, from what I assume probably happens. Uh, Joined by Daniel Shaw and Bailey Norton. Always fun to have both of them as well. And... You know, I gave it a shot. It's fun to get back in and write this thing. I, I hope everyone's having a fun day, a wonderful time. A few quick plug things for you here. Uh, you can find us on Discord at fart.kyleairs.com. I got a bunch of merch, even some limited never bef- never before and after. What is that? Even some limited never seen it before and after stickers are up at kyleairs.com as well. Um, I'm going to be, you know, kind of doing a few shows around the country. Ohio, I think I have on the books. Uh, some California stuff, just find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Kyle Ayers. Twitter's a website, if you don't know. It's on its way out. And I'm Kyle Ayers Things on TikTok. You know, we're never seen it showing all those. This is the best place you can keep up with them. We'll be around doing these things. Um, yeah, but I do have some L.A. stuff I, and, and some stuff in Ohio for a festival as well. And kind of just getting going, going to be doing a a show about my my brain surgery situation here in Los Angeles, hopefully soon, too. It would be nice if people came as I worked that out before I think about torn it around. Anyways, I have never seen Cheers. I wrote what I think it probably is. I hope you enjoy this. Find us on all the social things online. That's really what helps us out, so you can see when stuff is coming out. Um, I'm even going to be dropping... I'm going to be doing a remote and in-person subjective trivia. So it's movie trivia or some of it has right answers and wrong answers and some of it doesn't have right answers and wrong, some subjective questions anyways we're gonna be doing some of that remote some of that's gonna be here in LA 
with the secret movie club. I'm rambling. Just find us on Twitter and Instagram. Kyle Ayers. Never seen a show. That's the best place. I appreciate y'all. Uh, enjoy. I've never seen Cheers, but here's what I think it probably is. <laughs> Things like that. But I don't think we are this being good away from this being good. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, you yeah, sound great. Thank you. You sound like you should be Frasier. Are you Frasier? <laughs> Ron? Wait, no, I'm Frasier. Shit. Wow. Damn. See, I forgot that Frasier is a character in this show, and I thought that... Uh, you sound like we should have done a different show altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Frasier's also uh, an X-Man. He's the Beast, right? Really? Kelly... Kelsey Grammer. I almost said Kelly Sutherland, and that's <laughs> a half of a different person. <laughs> he's also uh, he's also in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the that's beginning right. seasons. Yeah, that's crazy. As Kelsey Grammer, wow, married to one of the housewives. He do be in that. That's yeah. called a uh, country Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> <laughs> Action. Um, that's Nelly. <laughs> Nelly C. Grammer. Mojo, where are we at? <laughs> Don't you take your seat. He really Aww. does just, the last time he just slept the whole time, too. He just right. laid on the ground. Was he in the studio? For the, I listened to the last one. I didn't hear him yeah. once. He just laid on the ground the what whole time. What a good boy. Hi, buddy. Uh, the All Games, not the Futurama writer oh, Yellow okay, Jackets okay, okay. episode. Also, that's the first episode of the show that has made me really, really want to watch the show that they're really? doing. Interesting. I had no clue what Yellow Jackets was I've about. I've heard it's really good. Hi, <laughs> but you got a leaf on your mouth. <laughs> this is the perfect height to, to get just he his is, head. He's truly the funniest size that exists. Yeah. We went to the park yesterday. It's a big, huge field where dogs go off leash. Yeah, it's yeah. a massive field in Eagle Rock. And he's running around. There weren't that many dogs there because it was like 78 or 80 out. So it's like the first day where it's too hot. 80 is too hot for a dog to be out in the sun. Yeah. To like run, I think. Yeah. But he's running around and there's like these two little dogs and then there's a dog that he's play, he played with a bunch and they got tired of each other. <laughs> and then he ran up, this little dog started chasing him and he was like, dude, he's, you know, he sprints in circles. And the owner of the little dog was going, stop, stop, Tony, stop <laughs> running, Tony, you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, what is Tony? Like, you know, and also stop. And then she finally caught the dog and he was small, like like an overweight chihuahua. Yeah. And she caught him and picked him up and she looks at me and she goes, not all the dogs are here to run. Okay, and well, was, clearly like, okay. Tony isn't. I was like, at the off-leash, unofficial dog field? <laughs> Tony's never been welcome to right. run. I don't think it's my duty to make sure the dog, like Mojo was going, the dog was chasing Mojo. Yeah. Excuse me, your dog baited my dog into exercise. <laughs> sounds like Tony was trying to chase Mojo down to stop him from running. <laughs> or, hey, 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 you can't run. You got a permit? He's yeah. a lifeguard in the dog field. <laughs> or he was just trying to find Mojo's family and leave with them. <laughs> you seem like you have fun. Yeah. This My dude is walking so fast. Body positive. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I felt bad for him. I mean, maybe he got like hip issues or something. Yeah. Which, you know, lots of old little dogs, old dogs do. Yeah. Sure, but don't bring him to a. Keep him on a leash. Yeah. Or don't bring him to the, like, you know, I feel the same way about people with hip, hip issues. Right. Leash. Right. Yeah. Leash, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leash, yeah. leash. <laughs> they should all be tethered. Um, <laughs> That's what the movie Us was really about. <laughs> hip dysplasia. <laughs> yeah. 
That's why the kids are so much luckier in that movie. Their fl- inherent flexibility comes in. Um, the movie is actually a metaphor for the NFL combine. <laughs> that might not be that far off. <laughs> Knowing Jordan Peele that could honestly be correct. Someone finally figured it out. Um, we watched, are we recording? Okay, then we'll get into it in a second, but I do want to tell you, we watched the Nicolas Cage uh Pedro Pascal movie oh, yeah. that you talked about you walked out of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You walked out of that? Well, the person I was with wanted to leave, and he oh. was the one who bought the tickets, oh, and oh, it was oh. kind of his plan all along. You to told me, go for a little bit, so. you, told oh. me uh, you saw what they were doing really quickly, or something like that is how he put it, or you saw what he... It wasn't... It is so bananas that the movie wasn't great or terrible. Yeah. Sure. It was just pretty fine. It sure. was all right. And it's crazy that a movie with that ridiculous of an idea is just average. Yeah. That's like almost a bigger feat than stinking. It is pretty remarkable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a big swing and for it to So land, you didn't see kinda... the end. No, not okay, at all. Okay, here's can I tell you spoilers? Please. It gets the ending's the worst. <laughs> I thought. I don't know. Yeah. No, I thought I didn't think it was great. I didn't think any of it. I thought it was a plateau the entire time and then at the end it sort of dips down slightly more. Pedro Pascal ends up not being a bad guy. Mm. So he's just been yeah. hanging with this cool guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought that was such a backtrack. It was like upsetting. Yeah. Because right? yeah, then there yeah. were no stake. I mean, the stakes and then the stakes were death. But it but was like boring. it was more fun when the bad guy was funny and good yeah. than when it's just a good guy near a secret bad guy. Anyways, yeah. I really wished it was better. Mm-hmm. And Nicholas Cage is still fun. It's still fun to watch him do stuff. But this almost felt like he was logged into two accounts. <laughs> That's so funny. That's a perfect way to describe like, what that movie yeah. felt like. Yeah. Hey, man, you're talking to yourself here. Right? <laughs> and he literally was. Anyways, I've yeah, never yeah. seen Cheers. Me neither. Same. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> this, I always thought, peop, I rarely do comedies on here. I feel like we don't have to like do the get to know you game for me. I feel like we rarely do comedies <laughs> on here because it's hard to be funny about a funny thing. Mm. Um. Does that, you know, I mean, like if someone wanted to yeah. rewrite Anchorman, right? Be like, what, you're gonna just gonna write the parts, you know, you're gonna do the milk line and blah blah. It's just hard to like, but Cheers is like the script ever, like the pilot episode that exists still. Mm-hmm. If you take a writing class or take anything that has to do with writing, like you have to watch the Cheers pilot. Hmm. More than any, I can, I think it, I can't think of anything. It comes up in like. Film writing and TV writing and comedy writing and sitcom writing and even like anything. If you're mm-hmm. wanting to write an hour long drama, it's still like you have to look at the character introductions or whatever. I don't even know what's mm-hmm. so great about it. Um, in Cheers. And it also had a spin off that was good, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Frasier is iconic. I've, oh. I have seen Frasier. You have? Yeah. Okay. Did the Cheers cast show up in Frasier at all? I can't know that. I don't know. <laughs> I can't know that. I can't know that. I am not allowed to know that. <laughs> At this dog park, you can't know if the Fraser cast shows up <laughs> or if the Cheers cast shows up. But I figure I would take a stab at like Cheers because it's it is up for like comedies I haven't seen. It's the one that will always come up. Um, sure. I've seen the big first episode of Fraser, uh, which ends with him going. One guy they're at a bar and his brother goes, Cheers, and then like with a beer, and then Frazier goes, No, thank you. Is that really how it ends? Absolutely not. That would be crazy. <laughs> That's why I don't write television. <laughs> You've seen it. I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it would end if it was written today. Yeah. Would be like that. They'd be like, audience too dumb to know same well actually the 
I can't even say that because the audience is too dumb to know when a new character isn't Kevin James' wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on a whole new show. Not just as upsetting as something could be to me that that woman lost out on being in a television show because the audience was too stupid. Yep. You know, we're talking yeah. about the Kevin James new yeah. show. Kevin Can Wait was the name of it. But, they, and they were mad because it wasn't Leah um, Romini. Right. From and they King were like, where wife go? People were, here's here's the level of people we were dealing with. I don't even think CBS has an email address, but they, they were mailing letters in yeah. to CBS like, so he just cheating on his wife? <laughs> yeah, how dare you continue to work with this man? So you just got, so he doesn't work at the mall anymore and he's cheating on his wife. <laughs> I don't think so. And where's this zoo he was salaried at? <laughs> so then they, but instead of being like, uh, this is fiction, they were like, actually, you're right. And they killed the lady off in between seasons. They, and they killed came, her? They killed the, They couldn't have just replaced it and had it been the same character. They came back and they were like, the first episode, he's like, I'm mourning my dead wife, but also I love this lady. And there's <laughs> Leah Romini again. <laughs> Good for her. I can't believe the Xenus uh, that be let that happen, but they did. <laughs> Hi, Mojo. Mojo's here in the studio with us, and he's having a good time, and he, he has, like, a leaf on his face. Okay, so Cheers. Let me get this. What I know about Cheers going in is that Ted Danson is in it, Frazier is in it, and there's a guy that has a mustache, and that it's at a bar. <laughs> and that's kind of all I know. Got me beat. Right? Yeah, I know, yeah, same. I don't, I, it's crazy to picture Ted Danson. Ted Danson looks so good old. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks like he's supposed to be the age he is now. Yeah. He's very much, like, thin with the tall gray hair. Yeah. And, like, I, it's hard for me to picture him being young. It just feels like he would just be old earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so keep that in mind when, uh, uh, Char, you're reading for, for his character. Okay, great. Um, I just kind of guessed on the names. And so I figure I just sort of wrote some down. <laughs> so, uh, but I, like I said, I just guessed on the names. I wrote, I wrote down a piece of paper for you guys if you want to read off who you're going to be in the script so everyone can see. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, I am Diane Carla Sumner and Nurse. Right. Diane's my mom's name, so I figured she could be in this. <laughs> and I am playing Sam, Mrs. Littlefield, Cliff, and Norm. Right. I thought one guy is named Norm, right? That sounds familiar But to it's me not too. Norm. McDonald. But yeah, it can be if you want it to be. It might it might go that way. <laughs> Actually, we had to recast him recently. And I'm playing Coach Ernie, Ron, Frazier, Customer, and Boy, who are both just side characters. Um, I got these printed out to save paper. You guys figured out how they work, right? Yep. Uh, so I, I guess this is it. I've never seen che- – I, I tried to write, like, what I think the first step – like, because the pilot's the big deal. Mm-hmm. So I tried to write what I figured the mm-hmm. pilot would be. Mm-hmm. Okay? All cool. right. Here we go. Cheers. I called this one Give Me a Ring Sometime. That's fun. Teaser, fade in, interior, bar, early afternoon. Cheers, a bar in Boston, somewhere in town near the common, attractive, friendly, oh, attractive, friendly, traditional decor with a sports orientation. So like an Applebee's sports, you know what I mean, but not that much crap everywhere. Mm -hmm. Photographs and mementos here and there. The bar is open for business, but no customers or bartender in sight. Sam Malone enters from the back room carrying a box of glasses. I figured this is Ted, Ted Danson. Okay. Uh, which he starts to unpack. He's in his 30s with the body of an ex-athlete. A young teenage boy enters and sets down, sits down at the bar. He's dressed in a suit, trying to look as old as possible. And this is just the boy. 
How, how about a beer, Chief? How about an ID? An ID? That's very flattering. Wait till I tell the missus. He hands Sam a card. <laughs> uh, military ID. First Sergeant Walter Keller, born 1944. Makes you 38. Must have fought in Vietnam. Yeah. What was that like? Oh, it was gross. That's what they say. <laughs> War is gross. You're lucky you missed it. How about that beer? <sighs> Sorry, soldier. This is the thanks we get. Cut to main title. You know, it says cheers in that font. We know the font, the yeah. cheers font. Yeah. All right, here we go. Interior bar a few minutes later. Sam goes into the back room. The boy starts out, uh, you know, leaving. Diane Chambers and Sumner Sloan enter, carrying suitcases. She's in her 20s and pretty. He's 40-ish, distinguished. Prof- it's not profi- uh, 40-ish, distinguished, professional. This is crazy, Sumner. Diane, we're about to be married. I guess I should have split up who Sumner was here. I think you might Yeah, I think Sumner Shar, do you want to be Sumner? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Diane, we're about to be married. The boy pauses, comes back in. Getting married? Hey, congratulations. He shakes Sumner's hand. He Pete puckers up and kisses Diane, who looks at him disdainfully. You're a real cute couple. How about we all have a drink together to celebrate? I think not. I give it six months. The boy exits. Perhaps we won't have children right away. Diane, if we're going to be married, I insist you have my grandmother's antique gold wedding ring. Sumner, I'm the luckiest woman on earth, but you said it's on your ex-wife's finger. I don't need the ring. You're enough for me. True, but symbols are important. Just let me call her and see if she's home. Ah, the phone's back here. As long as we're here, let's celebrate with some champagne. Trade, trade, boot, please. He exits down the hallway towards the phone. The bar phone starts to ring. That The champagne was pronounced properly. Diane looks around. No one comes to answer it, so she does. Diane just answers the phone. Just as Sam Malone enters from the back room, he's eating a sandwich and his mouth is full. Hello? Di- Diane talking into the phone. Hello? Sam? Are you Sam? Sam nods, unable to talk through the sandwich. Yeah, he's here. Uh, one moment. It's someone named Vicky? Sham shakes his head vehemently and holds, like, no, and holds up his hands. She knows you're here. I told her you're here. Sam points at himself, points at the door, makes walking gesture with two fingers. Now look. Sam makes a begging gesture with clasped hands. I was wrong. He just stepped out. <laughs> Mojo, come on. Come here. <laughs> okay, where were we? Can we uh, can we make a time code of that? Thank you. I was wrong. He just stepped out. Where? Uh, he's gone to. She looks at Sam, who pantomimes cutting his hair using two fingers as scissors. The other hand is a comb. Diane tries to figure out what that means. He's gone to my class. <laughs> Sam shrugs as if to say, "Yeah, it'll do." Yes, I'll take a message. You're welcome. She hangs up. Sam has swallowed his food. He looks at her questioningly. Sam. Well. You're a, a magnificent pagan beast. Thanks. Uh, what was the message? That was the message. Listen, I don't like doing that. Uh, if I didn't own this place, I'd fire me on the spot. Tell you what, for lying for me, I'll buy your first drink. I'd like a bottle of your best champagne. It wasn't that great of a lie. No, no, we'll pay for it. Sam gets out the bottle of champagne as Sumner re-enters. We're on our way to get married. Oh, married? Then it is on me. 
good Sub- news. Bar- Barbara is home, and she said I could come over. Would you like me to go with you? No, it could get a trifle sticky. Besides, if she saw the dazzling beauty who's about to succeed her, it would break her heart all over again. <laughs> Sumner, I'm not that beautiful. Blasphemy. So, where's the ceremony going to be? We're going to be married tomorrow in Barbados. Hey, nice. I'm Dr. Sumner Sloan, professor of world literature at BU. He has an article in the current Harper's. Diane's been my teaching assistant for almost two years. Today I was sitting in my office with Diane. I looked up from my Proust, had her nose in her yeats, and I said to myself, I'd be crazy to let this woman get out of my life. So right there on the spot, I said, let's get married. What he actually said was, come with me and be my love and we will and and we will some new pleasures prove. I hope so. No, John Don, the poet. Ah, it's lovely. Uh, listen, I must dash. I'll be back in 10 minutes. Excuse me, what's your name? Sam. Listen, Sam, old man, I have an, uh, an errand to run. Diane is going to stay here. I'd appreciate it if you'd keep an eye on her. For you, Sumner, old man, I'll keep both eyes on her. Sumner, am I stupid letting you go see a woman you were once in love with? Hey, I'm leaving you alone in a bar. Which one of us is the stupider, Sam? Mm, Too close to call. In any case, you sit over here at the bar and chat with Sam while I'm gone. Maybe I should have been Sumner. (laughs) A lot of back and forth. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be back before you know it with your wedding ring. He moves her in the champagne to the bar, kisses her again, and exits. Sam and Diane are alone. There's a moment of silence. Quite a fellow, that fiancé of yours. Listen, you don't have to make conversation with me. Nothing personal, but I'm just not in the habit of talking to bartenders. Hey, I know how you feel. Uh, One's trying to move into my neighborhood. Please. Sam gestures, okay. The coach... Uh, the coach Ernie Pantuso enters. He's in his 50s. I thought that was three different characters for a second. Uh, he's in his 50s, stocky, well-kept. You call that a football team? What's wrong, coach? What's wrong? The Patriots did it again. This may be the worst draft yet. They have a first-round pick, and what they what do they get? A jackrabbit for the backfield? No. A gunslinger quarterback? No. They choose a linebacker. A linebacker! I don't know, coach. I've seen a linebacker turn a team around. Me too. The coach goes behind the bar and prepares to start work. Oh, uh, <clears throat> hi there. Hello. <clears throat> I hope nobody told you the bus goes by here. No, coach. She's sitting here waiting while her, um, you know. I, I hate to keep asking for special attention, but would you not discuss my private life with everyone who walks in? Uh, what do you want me to tell him? I don't care what you tell him. She's a hooker. No. Thanks. Oh. Don't mention it. Coach is looking out the window, then his watch. Oh, oh, oh. What's wrong? Carla's late. Uh-oh. Carla Tordelli enters, angry. She's late 20s, small, dark Italian. The big three, the cocktail waitress. Okay, I'm late. My kid was throwing up all over the place. You don't buy that excuse. <laughs> What's this say? I'm quitting because I don't work for a man who has no compassion for my children, and it doesn't look like you're exactly swamped here. I'm usually very punctual. You don't like it? That's fine because this ain't such a great job to begin with. I'm going to change. Carla exits to the back. Do you think I was too hard on her? Carla re-enters, tying her apron. Hi, coach. Patriots finally got a linebacker they needed, huh, Carla? What? Are you nuts? They're up to their ears in linebackers. <laughs> Boy, that's true. They got a lot of linebackers over there. <laughs> <laughs> Carla looks at Diane's suitcase. I love to see a woman who's not afraid to take her luggage out for a drink. Uh, she doesn't want to be bothered, Carla. 
Tell her, tell her, Nibs, I'm sorry. Carla starts to set up her station. Norm enters a middle-aged customer. Afternoon, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Norm. Where you know? What do you? What's? What do you know, Norm? <laughs> Where are you know? <laughs> One of those classic '80s <laughs> phrases. <laughs> uh, Norm sits down at the bar. Uh, not, not enough. Uh, how about a beer, Sam? Say, Coach, what do you think of the Patriots draft? Dumb, Norm. They need linebackers like I need antlers. I say that new linebacker is going to put him in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he'll probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, my head hurts all of a sudden. The Sox lost again today. They sure could have used you coming out of the pen, Sam. Uh, not in the shape I'm in, Norm. Yo, miss. He bangs the bar. Uh, wouldn't you love to see Sam out there flinging the old horse hide again? Doing what? Don't you know who this is? He used to be one of the best pitchers in baseball. Samuel Mayday Malone. He points up at the wall. There's a photograph of a young baseball player. That's Sam in his prime. It's Sam in his prime. <laughs> I coach this man in Double A and Pawtucket on the Red so- and on the Red Sox, and I'm here to tell you he's the best short reliever ever to play the game. Yeah, take it easy, Coach. Sam once struck out Cash, Kayleen, and Freeen with the with the with the tr- tie-in run on second. Oh, how long is the Wimp convention in town? Carla Heel. If you were so good, why aren't you still playing? I developed an elbow problem. I I bent it too much. He demonstrates what bending an elbow looks like. You were a drunk? He was a great drunk, too. (laughs) Anything that boy does, he does well. I wasn't a great drunk. I was a good drunk. Are you drunk now? No, no. I haven't touched a drop in three years. I'm proud you kicked it, Sam. Licked it, Sam. (laughs) Must have been hell. Norm takes a drink. Why do you own a bar? I bought it when I was a drunk and hung on to it for sentimental reasons. <clears throat> Two men enter and go to a table. Carla goes over and then takes their order. Other customers start to enter throughout the rest of the store. Sam, I'm going to have one more and call it a day. A nurse enters, pushing an elderly lady in a wheelchair. Everyone greets her with a, Hi, Mrs. Littlefield. She waves at them all. The nurse lowers the wheelchair down the steps. Easy, you're shaking my jowls. The nurse wheels her to a table. How are you, gentlemen? I'll see you in a couple of hours unless you die. I'll do wheelies on your grave. <laughs> the nurse gives me the nurse gives her a look and then exits. Sam pours Mrs. Littlefield a drink. How you doing, Sam? I'm real good, Mrs. Littlefield. How are you? I was okay until I read the papers this morning. Latin America's weighing <laughs> on my mind. It's overrun with communists. It's hard to know what to do about Latin America. I know what to do. Bomb their serapes off, Kyle. This is sorry. I figured I was wow. like in the time of the actual okay. script. Yeah. Fair. You can self-censor from here on out okay. if you want. <laughs> Great. It just uses a slur. Uh, <laughs> the coach. I heard on the Today Show Latin America's. I heard on the Today Show Latin America's a trouble spot. The Today Show's a trouble spot. It's the pinkest show on television. <laughs> comes in okay on my set. Carla comes back in. Bayfeeder martini with a twist, Plymouth martini rocks, olive, and a base ale. I'm just very certain that's bass ale. Oh, really? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> bass ale. Uh, base. Yeah, ba- <laughs> I'm base going fishing ale. for some base. <laughs> the precursor to base nectar. <laughs> <laughs> the coach starts to fill the order. Uh, Mrs. Littlefield notices Diane's suitcase. Going somewhere? Yes. Avoid nations whose leaders have hair on their faces. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln had a beard. 
Need I say more? (laughs) Yo, miss, what are you reading? A book? Everyone looks at Diane. Diane looks ahead. You're not real chatty, are you? Where's your bathroom? Right next to my bedroom. Stupid coach is stupid. It's okay. Uh, it's down the <laughs> hall. Diane gets up and exits to the ladies' room. Check that suitcase for plastic explosives. What's Goldilocks' story? Forget it, everybody. Come on, Sam. Why can't you tell us? Okay, that, that Sam's kind of shy about this thing, and he'll fill you in. She's a hooker. She's not a hooker. Well, no, she's not a hooker in the traditional sense. Uh, she's not a hooker at all. Yeah. Finest la- young lady I ever met. <laughs> ah, my head's throbbing. He puts some ice on his head. Look, she doesn't want to be bothered. She's waiting for her fiance. They're going to the Caribbean to get married, okay? Diane re-enters. Everyone but Sam and Carla cheers for her. I see what you did there. <laughs> it wouldn't let me type that even. Norm shakes her hand. <laughs> Diane glares at him. They missed you. Diane sits down at the bar, looks at her watch, casts a worried look at the door and sighs. Fade out. <clears throat> Fade in. Interior bar an hour later. It's early evening. The bar is pretty well filled. Norm is still at the bar with a beer. Miss Littlefield is still there. Diane's still at the bar. Hey, you want another one, Norm? Well, okay, just one more. Carla comes over with an order. He's not back yet? No. Why don't you make a run for it? You're a bitter little person, aren't you? I have a right to be. My husband left me with four kids. Four kids? Yeah, and after I paid his way through school hustling drinks. Here you go, Mrs. L. Thank you, dear. What school did he go to? Coletti Academy of TV Repair. The minute he graduated, he left me, said I wouldn't fit in with the other repairmen's wives. Big shot. He sounds like a a cur? Is that what that says? Yeah, Kyle? I think it means a bad guy. <laughs> I looked it up. I said I looked up bad words you could say in the 80s and you won't get in trouble for saying, but you shouldn't say now. <laughs> So we got a few of those rolling in here. Well, he isn't all bad. He still fixes my set and only bills me for parts. <clears throat> the phone rings. Norm picks it up. If it's my oh. missus, I'm on my way. Yeah, he just says that. The coach answers the phone. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, just a sec. Oh. Uh, Is there a Ernie Pantuso here? Uh, that's you, coach. <clears throat> right. Speaking, Carla returns to the bar. Two drafts and a scotch on the rocks. There's a group over there arguing about the sweatiest movie ever made. The what? What movie did people sweat the most in? That's easy. Rocky too. Not even close. Body heat. Sweat <laughs> city. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm forgot. I'm Ron. Um, <clears throat> Ben-Hur. The boys in that galley sweat like pigs. Alien. That's the one. Buckets. This is the night before my wedding, and I'm in the middle of a sweat contest. Here's a little-known fact. Women have fewer sweat glands than men, but they're <laughs> larger and more active. <laughs> the human body. <laughs> Consequently, they sweat more than us. <laughs> really? Uh, Backside of the same page. Yes, yes, yes. Sure. Uh, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're confusing Norm and Cliff. <laughs> All right, he turns to Diane. <laughs> sure. sure. What's your perspiration pattern, miss? Sumner enters finally and comes over to Diane. Oh, Sumner, it's so good to see you. 
been sitting here listening to this men argue about the sweatiest movie ever made. Sumner calls out to the group. Cool hand Luke. Sumner, where have you been? You said 10 minutes. Diane, that woman is extraordinary. Did she give you the ring, Sumner? I couldn't take it. She offered her hand to me, Diane. She said, Sumner, you put it on my finger, you take it off. Have you ever heard anything more vulnerable? Never. Come on, we have a plane to catch. Diane, I love you, but when I was with Barbara just now, something stirred inside me. Okay, well, come on. We'll talk about it on the flight to Barbados. I can't fly to Barbados when I'm this confused. It's okay, Sumner. The pilot knows the way. (laughs) Diane, I love your wit. You're a child. A beautiful, (laughs) delicious child. (laughs) Wow, Kyle. Thank you. I'm good at writing. Did Woody Allen write Cheers? (laughs) I had him do a pass. (laughs) Let's go to Barbados. Let's go to Barbados. The phone rings. Who isn't here? Most of the guys raise their hands. I just left. Carla nods and then answers the phone. Cheers. Just a second. If you're not, I I apologize, but... Is your name Sumner Sloan? Yes, it is. Carla hands on the phone. Hello? No, it's all right. She understands, and I understand. Oh, Barbara, that's very human of you. (laughs) I'll be right over. (laughs) Starts to hang up the phone and then pulls the receiver back real quick. And Barbara, your depth frightens me. (laughs) Sumner goes to Diane. She insists that you have the ring. Sumner, we won't have time to make the plane. Let's do this. You call and get us on a later flight. This flight, the next flight, and no one's going to take Barbados away from us. Ever heard of the Kremlin? Classic Mrs. <laughs> Littlefield from deep. <laughs> I'll go now and get the ring from Barbara. He starts out. Sumner. What? How about a kiss? Maybe I'll play it by ear. <clears throat> Sumner exits. Diane stands there looking after him. Behind her back, the, behind her back, the bar is now hushed, and everyone is looking at her. She turns and looks back at them, and they immediately, you know, go back into conversation and bar activity like they weren't staring at her. Diane goes to the bar. I want a drink. You've hardly touched your champagne. No, I want something with a kick in it. You sure? Yes, I'm sure. Okay. He puts a glass with ice in it on the bar. He pours lime juice in it. He steps over to get a bottle. She takes the glass and chugs it. a shock passes through her system she gasps and pounds the bar with her hand oh what was that lime juice hit me again fade in then we dissolve to fade in (laughs) (laughs) i don't want anyone to get lost (laughs) interior bar just before closing time the bar is almost empty norm's passed out where he's been sitting all night diane's where she's been all night cheer up cookie He may have been in an accident. He'll be here. I trust him. Yeah, sure. The coach enters from the back room. Hey, Sam. I'll take it (laughs) off. Home to my book. Still working on that novel, huh, coach? Yeah, it's it's going on six years now, and I think I may finish it tonight. You're writing a novel? No, I'm reading one. (laughs) Just a second, coach. Hey, Norm. One more, then I got to fly. No, Norm, no more. I'm going to send you home with the coach. The coach helps Norm to his feet. Come on, Norm, let's get out of here. You bet, coach. Well, stop somewhere and I'll buy you a beer. (laughs) Coach helps Norm to the door. He leans Norm on the Native American American (laughs) statue and goes to Diane. (laughs) Diane, I'm, I'm going home now. I hope you and the professor have a real happy marriage. 
Thank you, Coach. Please call me Coach. I just did. <laughs> I know. I, I just liked it. Hey, uh, hey, Sam, how about one for me and one for my friend? He points <laughs> to the Native American made out of wood. I really shouldn't have written Coach right after I had watched Ted Lasso. Uh, <laughs> coach crosses to the door. Let's go, Norm. Say, Coach, who's driving? Sam and Coach exit. Ron crosses to the door. Good night, Sam. Thank you for letting me bend your ear. Uh, that's okay, Ron. See you later. Ron was Frazier, if you didn't remember. That's why I did that killer voice. Oh, nice. Ron exits. Ron Frazier, the voice I know. Sam and Diane are alone at this end of the room. Diane stares gloomily into her glass. Sam notices. You know something? We get a lot of nice-looking ladies in here, and you're right up there. I don't think you need to worry about your future. You're going to do a lot better for yourself than that goofy professor. In fact, I'd say... What are you doing? Uh, just trying to cheer you up a little. I'm a woman on her way to get married to a man who's the catch of the romantic literature department. Why would I need to be cheered up by a man whose tool of the trade is a bar rag? Sorry. My mistake. Somewhere I got the crazy idea you were unhappy. He goes back to cleaning the bar. You don't like Sumner? Can I answer? Of course. I don't like Sumner. Do you know why you don't like him? I told you. He's goofy. No, because he's he's well-bred, he's highly educated, he's distinguished, he's urbane, he's everything you aren't. And I've worked hard to avoid it, thank you. No, look here, Summer may have his flaws. But what goof doesn't? Sumner may have his flaws, but he's too beautiful a man to be discussed in a bar like some stupid linebacker for the Patriots. Don't ever call a linebacker for the Patriots stupid in my bar. How about if I call you stupid in your bar? I take back everything I said. You and the goof were made for each other. That goof will be on the cover of Saturday Review someday. He'll be in Barbados tomorrow rubbing suntan oil on his ex-wife. I've had a very rough day. I'm now going to reward myself by getting out of here. When Sumner comes, tell him I've gone home. Fine. She stomps out. She stomps back in. We're not going to make our flight. I'll change the reservations again. Use this one. He puts the phone on the bar. Diane dials into the phone. I'd like to change the reservations for Mr. and Mrs. Sumner Sloan, Flight 41 to Barbados. They did? Are you sure? Thank you very much. She hangs up. She stands there for a moment and then begins to cry. I'm sorry. How did you know? Call it a bartender's intuition. What a shame such an astute observer of human nature is stuck behind a bar. That's what I think. Three very well-dressed couples come in and sit down. Diane's drying her eyes. I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm young. I'm full of life. I'm right up there. I'm going to do a lot better for myself than that goofy professor. Tomorrow I'll pick myself up the up off the floor and go out and find myself a new position. There. That's settled. Something tells me I'm going to regret this, but you could work here. What? Carla comes over with the order. Uh, shut up a second. I need two vodka gimlets, one straight up, one blended rocks, shivas rocks, soda, a, a comfort Manhattan, hold a cherry, a white wine spritzer with a twist, one old Bushmill Irish, decaf, hold a sugar. Coming up. Sam starts to prepare those drinks. Someone else comes in, sits at the table, and Carla goes over. Tell me, what, ma what makes you think I would ever work in a place like this? Simple. You can't go back to work for the professor. You need a job. I need a waitress. You like the people here. You think they like you. And the phrase magnificent pagan beast has never left your mind. Diane tries to speak, but she can't. She grabs her suitcase and starts out again. She comes right back in. 
you're right about this much. I don't need a new position or I do need a new position. <laughs> I'm going to find one, but it won't be waiting tables. What are you qualified for? Nothing. But I look at this as an opportunity for me to evolve. An opportunity to find where Diane Chambers really belongs in the world. Somewhere there's a wonderful job that I'm perfect for, that is perfect for me. I'll she's, find it. And then when I do, I'll know it. She starts out again. Uh, what was that order again, Carla? Diane returns. Two vodka gimlets, one straight up, one blended rocks, shivers, rock soda, and a, comfor- a comfort Manhattan, hold a cherry. She's growing more and more depressed. Uh, white wine spritzer with a twist, one old Bushmill Irish decaf, hold a sugar. Diane buries her face in her hands and shakes her head. Want a job? Yes. Fade out. <clears throat> Fade in. <laughs> Uh, interior bar day. The bar is nearly empty. Our four employees are in their places. A nicely dressed couple enters the front door and looks around. Diane looks at Sam. Wish me luck. Luck. Diane goes to the couple on the landing and steps between them to escort them to a table. Hi, welcome to Cheers. My name is Diane and I'll be your waitress. Right this way, please. I might tell you, parenthetically, <laughs> that you're the first people I've ever served. In fact, if uh, if anyone had told me a week ago I'd be doing this, I'd have thought them insane. When Sam over there offered me the job, I laughed in his face. <laughs> um, but then it occurred to me, here I am, a student, not just in the academic sense, but a student of life. And, and what better place is there in which to study life in all its many facets than here? People meet in bars. They part. They rejoice. They suffer. And they come here to be with their kind. <clears throat> uh, what'll it be? Oh, the mail. This is me. Uh, uh. Where, where's the police? We've lost our luggage. Fade out. The end of the episode. Good job, Kyle. Yeah. Thank you. You like really got deep there. I thought it was time. It was we're. I was well overdue to write a monologue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People have been saying that in the iTunes reviews of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. That I was well overdue to write a monologue. Yeah. And uh, so then I wrote that one down. It was and really they- good been wanting the scripts to be like three times longer than yeah. people usual. have always said yeah. i want the scripts to be detrimental to the environment <laughs> <laughs> once you print those out yeah i want there to be less oxygen in six years and i'm like way ahead of you yeah i think you really did that today i got on a roll i thought it was started I, I don't know i'm not sure if it's supposed to be a funny show or not I mean, yeah. comedy's definitely changed. So, um, yeah, yeah. It was the '80s. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the funniest thing that ever happened. What is a cud? Isn't that like a baby oh, cow or something? I don't think that's what she said. Oh, but I can never remember all the words I wrote, and sometimes the words I wrote are hard to read because they're photocopies of a script from the '80s. Sure. So mm-hmm. it's just tough. But that's just my style. It's a different font. Mm-hmm. You know how there's italics or bold or oblique. This is uh, faded Xerox. <laughs> I Courier just... faded Xerox. And you got that from Delfont.com? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. It only works in Celtics. Yeah. I just did an incognito Google search for the word cur. And good news, it's an aggressive dog or one that is in poor condition, especially a mongrel. Whew, no way that applied to a whole ethnicity back yeah. then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you yeah. can say that. You've got mojo in the studio. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some of my best friends are this dog. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's kind of what I think Cheers is. I don't know. Did either of you write one? Mm, I didn't, no, I didn't write one. No, but I, 
I bet you didn't not nail it. Yeah. That's my guess. I bet it's like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, if anyone has seen Cheers out there, let me know if I was close. I would love to get feedback on it because we're going to do a thing here on the podcast where every week is just going to be a rewrite of this. So <laughs> for, the ne- <laughs> for the next six months, Everybody we're doing rewrites turn. of Cheers. Get everybody's It'll take be on. Uh, never read it. It'll be people who haven't read this script <laughs> rewrite what they think I probably wrote thinking of the show I hadn't seen. Uh, but thank you guys like so much that. for being here. Let everyone know where they yeah. can find you and all that stuff. Uh, hi, I'm Bailey Norton. You can find me at Bailey E. Norton on the internet. Uh, DanielShar.com has stuff people can watch, read, and listen to. And also, I just started acting in porn, so keep an eye out for me uh, and some side character roles and leave comments that you want to see me in a lot more of those if you find me anywhere. Great. Do you have any links to porn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out uh, Hang In There, Abigail was, is a f- series you're going <laughs> to want to search for. Great, great. Yeah. So go ahead and bookmark that. We'll do that on next week's episode. I've never seen Hang In There, Abigail. <laughs> it's the yeah. same monologue at the end <laughs> it's from you. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. That is it for us. You know, fun little classic April Fool's joke there for everybody. I mean, I hope you caught on when the episode came out on April 1st. But anyways, have a, you know, I'm not a big prank guy, but I thought this would be kind of funny. I hope you thought it was funny. Or at least you listened for five seconds and and quit and maybe sped ahead. Happy April Fool's, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful day. We will be back uh, with Jenny Zagrino, and uh, we got a bunch of fun people booked up. You know, we got even Chris Gether coming back on. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up very soon. Find us on the socials at Never Seen It Show. I'm at Kyle Ayers. Have a wonderful day. A podcast network.